Well, that's why I had to come back to Michigan, dude. I spent too much time in a state that didn't know how to use their windshield wipers. I was, I was getting <laughs> soft in your pussy ass state. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I recently had to run out of something to go pee. And it reminded me of the podcast. I was watching uh, Avatar, and it was like the main battle at the end, and I could not hold it anymore. And the worst thing about missing that part of the P, I mean, part of the movie, was that I had to like ruin it for like 10 people while I get my fat, fat ass out. From we were right in the middle. I was like, Sam, I gotta pee so bad. She looks left, she looks right. She's like, You're equally fucked both ways because it's like 20, 25 people both ways. You're so, such an asshole, dude. Why? Why didn't you get like an aisle seat or something, dude? Like, if you know that you've got a like a leaky bladder, why don't you get an aisle a seat? leaky bladder? God, it was like a, a gorilla Man's in the mist, pee. dude. Fucking getting past these people. Excuse me, part of me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Boom, bombs, all this stuff. Yeah, it's the worst, man. And then you don't. You have to realize, like, you have to get. You have to make a decision when you're leaving. Are you going to give them the dick or the balls or the ass? Right, like they're gonna look face first at either your dick or your ass. You got to make a decision. So I gave him the dick one on the way out, and the ass on the way in. How do you do that as a human being, dude? You're ruining these people's movie, and you're fucking looking at them in the eye because your tall ass is not only ruining it for them; it's ruining it for the people fucking above as well. I'm I'm not so, I'm so not you chose myself. balls. Balls on the way out and ass on the way in. Yeah. Oh, you did a little bit of both. Nice. Bit of both. Wanted yeah. to hit all your bases. Got but it. <laughs> if you're gonna get some gorilla in the mist, you want to get fucking the full package. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Anyway, speaking of fucking game. full packages, we got not only movies on this podcast, but we got video games as well. Yeah, and Catcast at the very end. Oh yeah, we'll talk about Catcast. Meow meow. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, we, we might have what is what do we say a new sponsor? Perhaps we got some product possibly that we're going to check out. We don't like to pander off stuff that we we uh, you know that does isn't quality items. So Emilio is the guinea pig this time. Me and Samantha are both going through the trial process and seeing if uh, this stuff is good. It's called Magic Mind. It is a mix of uh, various chemicals and mushrooms and stuff like that. And their angle is that it is a, um, it increases the bioavailability of caffeine. So you drink it, uh, it's a little tiny vial that you drink um, alongside your coffee. And it's supposed to be able to get you into flow state easier and uh, less jitters. And instead of Unless instead of having multiple cups of coffee, this combination should carry you throughout the day. So uh, that's their angle. I am trying it out. So we'll get back to you. Maybe I'll give you an update in a week, and then we'll be done with the trial in a week and a half. And if it's good, I'm going to try to sell you some for these people. If uh, it's not good, then I'll be like down with these charlatans (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> all right well yeah. more to come we'll see how that goes i think charlatan isn't used enough you know anyway it's not the 1700s anymore that's <laughs> true i don't think anybody's selling snake oil as much <laughs> as much <laughs> yeah 
right. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was going to say one of the things that we uh, can sell you a little bit on is things that are on our radar, which are games that have come to our attention. And uh, I don't know, you know, a blast from the past is VHSs. You guys remember that? <laughs> Does anybody remember rewinding back VHS and everything? Uh, Bobby has put on his radar the Backrooms VHS. Tell me, uh, can you tell me a bit about that? So this is a game that's coming out quarter four of next year, I think. So it's a ways off. No, quarter four of 2022. So it's coming out any day now. Um, it's called Backrooms VHS. And when I read the description, I thought, well, this kind of sounds stupid. It's based off a creepy pasta. I don't, you know, they're like urban legends on the internet, basically, um, about these. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like a never ending labyrinth of back rooms, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you've clipped through the worlds. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are familiar with what it is. Um, yeah, it started in I don't know 4chan or something when someone said like post uh, disturbing or unsettling images, and someone posted a picture of just like this empty room with um, these yellowish walls and ugly fluorescent lights. So, uh, and it memed out of control from there. And this game is based off of that. And I guess there's some YouTube videos too. I checked out some of the YouTube videos. It was actually pretty well done. And when yeah. I watched the trailer for this game, that's what sold me. It was a found footage uh, video game, which I've never really seen. You know, we've seen found footage hmm. films ever since the Blair Witch made them really popular. It uh, We've seen a ton of those. And, you know, as hack as those are, I actually really enjoy them. <laughs> I watch like all of them. And, um, I do actually find them kind of scary. Um, so when I saw this trailer, I thought, first of all, that actually looks really good. It looks like a VHS tape from the nineties when, uh, when they showed the water, then I was like, okay, I can tell this is a video game. But other than that, they had like the camera shake, which is so stupid in those found footage films. Um, the South Park parodied this, I can't remember when, but with a couple episodes and Randy was, uh, filming a found footage film and it'd show his point of view and it's all like shaky cam. And then it, it cut to a shot of him actually filming. And he was just awkwardly like <laughs> moving the camera all around his face. Like <laughs> nobody would do that. And it's, it's so true. When I watch a lot of these found footage films, I'm like, nobody would. Well, if you're running light. from a monster, dude, but there's also a lot of times where it's just like, nobody would be filming this. It's so obviously forced. I, I really noticed it when I was watching the paranormal activity movies, uh, last Halloween, I started watching a couple of those and I was just like, there's nobody would just have a camera rolling at this point in time. This is so stupid. And uh, then I, I had, I like stood up in the theater and yelled at the screen when I saw the, the one with, um, the marked ones. Uh, it was the Hispanic one, you know, they're trying to, they're going for the, um, uh, Mexican demo demographic horror movies. Cause that was real big around 2014. Um, but they're literally breaking into a house and like rolling film on that. And I'm like, you're just giving them the evidence, dude. Like what the uh, fuck are you doing? a lot of that, dude. There's a lot of like teenagers that videoed themselves fucking. Doing this is crimes. before TikTok and all that. Uh, so this, this was 2014, but still like, I don't, I don't you know. You stood up in a movie theater and you yelled Dude, at the we, screen? We can't yeah. get to him to talk on a podcast and he's just giving it away for free in the movie theaters, man. Oh, man. And you're yelling I, I that a movie, movie isn't real life enough? <laughs> <laughs> Come Hollywood on. isn't real life? Oh, this God. Is... I almost walked out of that movie. No... I, I've almost walked out of so many movies, but I never do. I've never walked out of a movie, no matter how bad it gets. 
how angry I can just imagine you just so conflicted sitting in your seat like this is trash I need to leave but you don't you're like I'm not going I'm not going to shove my balls in front of somebody's face (laughs) to get out Uh, the theater was not sold out (laughs) there was plenty of room there I've got a couple of things on this. One, there's a lot of backrooms games, but none of them are found footage, so that's pretty cool. Uh, two, Bobby, have you seen the um, Bigfoot found footage uh, movie? The mm-hmm. one, f- yeah, by Bobcat. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I like that. One. Um, and then thirdly, um, I'll get to this later, but uh, JP and I started. We wanted to play some VR together, so we found the Backrooms VR game, and we're looking at it, and it looks good, and it's like overwhelmingly positive, and then we're like, there's no way we're playing this, right? <laughs> He's like, no, we, there's no way. <laughs> like, That's what it, I was waiting for. It looks so scary that we, no, we're not going to, no, just nope. <laughs> nope. Well, this game is co-op, up to four players, it says, and there's also some puzzles in it, as well as it being kind of like an adventure game. From the description, it sounded a little bit like Stanley Parable, where you had to find the linear narrative. Well, in Stanley Parable, you kind of create your own, and it, it there's like a thousand different endings or whatever. But in this one, in order to uh, get out or succeed, you have to find, uh, you have to follow the right path and make the right choices. So I don't know. It could be interesting. It it seems really the look of it caught me, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see if this is any good. Um, I didn't, I was completely unaware of this creepypasta before. So this is all brand new to me. I feel like, um, I feel like if I were playing co-op, everybody would be looking for the exit and I'd be looking for the bathroom in the the back room. (laughs) I got to piss so bad. All this yellow. Uh, so, I do want to mention before we continue, by the way, that uh, on the stream, it's days twice. There is no me. So, Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're feeling discriminated against? Well, very. We very. know who's twice as important now, don't we? That's so funny. You're damn right. <laughs> Speaking of twos, <laughs> let's talk about Legend of Vox Machina season two, son. Yeah. First season. Uh, incredible. That was great. <laughs> uh, so for those who don't know, this is gaming related because it's related to D&D. Um, it is the trailer for this just came out about three days ago. It's showing off the new campaign. Uh, for those who don't know, the show is based off of a live stream D and D game. Uh, it's the most popular named critical role. Uh, they decided to convince Amazon to animate their first campaign, I believe. And, uh, it's pretty fucking funny. Um, it's not like your normal humdrum, like TV fantasy TV show. There's a lot more, explicit shit in it um i mean most of these people i mean all the people that are on the critical role uh show are voice actors and a lot of them are pretty funny so um they voice their own characters in the show it's called the legend of vox machina um the second season's out you can actually watch the first season right now on prime uh but yeah i just wanted to point it out that the trailer's out i highly recommend that you go watch it it's very very good uh, you, know, you know what I always think about this, Nick? They're all, they're literally all professional voice actors, every single one of them. So they must mm-hmm. have knocked, they must have fucking walked in on Monday and they were done by like 6 p.m. with the entire season. You know what I mean? Oh, they're yeah. just like, it, it's already their fucking first skill. Yeah, a cartoon? Yeah, no problem. We'll just bang it out. Do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, um, I would definitely give it a watch if you just like fantasy shit in general. Um, don't watch it with your kids. There's people like getting dissolved and nudity and shit, but it's great. Take a, take a, take a watch. 
uh, there's this scene where they're all talking about like their favorite kill that they ever did or like an out, outstanding kill that they've done in their adventures. And Keyleth, who's like the most like innocent one, used like a wind spell on this fucking orc just to get her away from him. But he fell in lava and he was, <laughs> he, he's, dying in the lava and he's screaming and and he's she's like shh, shh like shh and he's like he's like fuck it, I, I can't save you and he slowly dies in the lava and the rest of them are sitting around they're like that's really dark like they were all laughing and having a good time about these things that they had killed in the past and she's the one who uh, anyway you gotta watch it brings it down yeah. yeah it's good stuff uh man you got all kinds of stuff I was going to say, well, if that's like thinking about that, if that stresses you out, boy, oh boy, do I got a relaxing game for you. It's called Tiny Glade. It's a beautiful little small relaxing game all about doodling castles. Mm. So, you know, you just there's it's gridless, which I think is kind of nice. I don't know. I'm a big sucker for these kind of like building games. I'm definitely the kind of person that puts 800 hours into Ark and like. 700 of those hours is making the prettiest castle so this kind of game totally speaks to me because there's no management combat or anything you're just you're just turning meadows into beautiful little castles and so if you wanted something relaxing and chill then that's good it's it doesn't have a release date just yet uh it was developed by pounce light who it seems to be their only game that they've made um and yeah so i mean we can probably expect it it just says coming soon but it does look cute and it looks nice so i put it on my wa- uh my uh, wish list and it's just yeah it's a sandbox didn't we have a uh, last episode uh a husband and wife duo making a game this is the same thing they're like kind of bigger on twitter i, I see their posts all the time because their game is so like aesthetic but yeah this is another another couple team knocking out like a tiny fun game kind of cool very nice. cool i like it yeah that's pretty yeah. good but if you want something darker, we have dark and darker or no, wait. Yeah. Dark and darker. Um, it's a, a four player co-op um, kind of like your traditional fantasy, you know, rogue uh, warrior type stuff. Um, but it's in uh, usually when you play games like this, it'll be like in Diablo isometric setting or maybe a grid or something. But this is all first person, which is, rare it almost gets me a sense of like uh vermintide or something but it's not that kind of game it doesn't seem like it's a um you know get it's from not point, fast at all yeah it's not a get from point a to point b and you know swarms of enemies it seems like you're actually going an adventure and uh going down into some dungeons and having I a good old you, adventure you uh, know this is a tarkov game right no oh is it Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, I was going to say So that. it's a play for keeps game. There's yeah. multiple teams of three. Sometimes there's like solos and duos as well. But you're trying to go deeper into the um, actual dungeon. And the deeper you go, the better the loot. Uh, the NPCs get way harder the deeper you go. Uh, the dev for this game actually does like free weekends every two weeks or something like that. Um, and so it's not even released. It's in closed alpha, I think. And like I said, free weekends happen all the time. You don't have to pre-order or anything. Um, it's a great, it's a great game. What's it's, the um, um, Tom Clancy game that came out and there's a part two of it now, I think, or maybe not though. It's like this though. It's a play, play for keeps, but it's, um, multiplayer co-op. You mean modern warfare? No, Tom Clancy, uh, the divide, the vision. Division? Oh, the division. Yes, yeah, that's what like this. So you you know you go and you PvP, but then there's a chance for PVE as well. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, 
it's interesting. There's classes and there's actually like special abilities and shit. And the rogue gets to go like completely invisible, not like, you know, like Halo whooshy kind of invisible. And uh, it there's it's a lot of fun. Um, I've watched a lot of people play it. And I've had my eye on it for a while, but I think the next time it does go on free weekend, I will play it. So. All right. Cool. Very cool. Um, something that's free uh, and on my radar is Nowntown VR language learning. I'm a huge sucker for uh, games that have a really awesome like uh, utility to them. And I think that this is definitely one of them because yeah, you put it's for VR. Uh, it's got positive reviews. It came out December 15th. And like I said, it's free. Well, the demo is free. Uh, otherwise it's $15, but uh, I plan on checking this out because it looks awesome. You basically, you would like go to a market or you're walking through this entire town, learning a new language through everything. So they might say something like cut the fruit in Spanish and you have to repeat it back and then cut the fruit in order to achieve that and move forward. And so you have to pick up and like also, you know, translate what each thing is to the game, which I think is just like such a great way to learn too. And I think that this is a lot better even than the previous uh, VR like language learning game that I had, which I think was language lab is what like I was talking about before. But this looks like it's so much better because it's all kinds of things like clean the cow. And yeah, like they're they're showing all kinds of stuff of these different rooms you could be in a diner it's a whole town a whole city that you're interacting with in that other language which if you're not going to get real life immersion this is probably the next absolute best thing that you could get and so this is on MetaQuest and steam and yeah it just it looks awesome so i am absolutely downloading the demo and going to be checking this out very cool i like it yeah i uh i know some people that had some input in this game uh based on like language learning stuff it's pretty cool. Nice. Bobby, any interest in going to French town? <laughs> Noun town, which apparently allows verbs as well and adjectives yep. and adverbs. <gasps> it doesn't rhyme, but with town though, Bobby. <laughs> and how much do you love realism? It does blow my mind. You don't want Tarkov, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of Influent. Like I, I played a lot of Influent, which is another language learning game, but you only walk around a house and it, there's really not too much to do. You, you learn a lot of vocabulary and they do teach you uh, a few verbs that go along with it and adjectives, but it's, um, I don't know. It's all right for what it is, but this looks like you can explore a lot more of a world and it, it's only in VR, which is unfortunate, but, um, not for us. I think that's better. Just I think you, that's better bro. for learning. It's better immersion. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, you just I don't want VR. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind it. Like I just, I, I got to pull out the quest, plug it in, do the whole thing, get it to work. Like it's just, it's a whole thing whenever I, I do anything with VR. Yeah. That's but, true. I, but I, I, I would it. argue that when it comes to learning a new language, it would be similar to like sitting in an office, having your little space and getting ready to sit down and focus. So I would argue that actually setting up for VR would be a good thing to help you get into the mindset that like you're going to learn if that was your goal was to do the language learning one. Take that Bobby. <laughs> um, That's what I, yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the whole fucking getting the meta, the, the quest to work on the fucking steam? It's always a nightmare for me. Yeah. Well, I haven't done it in a while. So I, I know they made the switch where you have to have a Facebook account and all that. So I probably have to do that as well. 
Um, yeah. If you want to borrow the index, man, you can. To play Nowntown? Or Half-Life Alex <laughs> or whatever. Frenchtown? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, okay. the only other one that uh, I put on here, is that it's a totally different game. Uh, it's called Anglerfish. And essentially, it is a platformer and like an action adventure kind of game that they call like a a type of horror because it's super gory and essentially something that like really stood out to this game for me is that it has this like souls like element where like you're definitely going to die a lot but what's fascinating is every time you die the way that you died and where you died changes the game something changes based on that And so say you're doing like a puzzle because there's multiple puzzles in this game. And if you die in the puzzle, then it will change the solution to that puzzle when you go back. Because every time you die, that's when your checkpoint is, right? And so it's if you were to try and do the puzzle and you thought you figured it out and then you died and tried to do the solution, it wouldn't work because they changed that. So like every time, like I said, every time you die, something in the game changes. It might be the enemies. It might be the puzzle. It might be what goes on. And so uh, you're just going around killing these, like, creepy-looking... They look like Slenderman almost to me. Like, these creepy dudes with, like, a shotgun. Um, and you're just trying to, you know, survive a night at the bar. <laughs> and, like, explore through this these crazy, like, rooms and stuff. It's 20% off right now until December 26th. So it's $8. Uh, and it looks, it looks like such a fascinating game that would be pretty fun. It seems so strange. Yeah, it it's definitely an, an odd one, man. The character design and the artwork is pretty pretty interesting. Are you gonna pick it up, Dave? I think I think so. Yeah, because it seems like really odd, and the reviews are pretty good on it. A lot of people really like it. They say it's super unique and it's hilarious, especially for how cheap it is. The reviews, like I said, look really good. I think it's just such a fascinating concept as well, and it looks like a really unique game. And it looks like the kind of horror game that even uh, you know, pussies like Emilio and I can handle. So I think that this might, yeah, this is probably going to be a go for me because it's, I don't know, I'm really curious to see how it changes every time you die. I think that that would be really fun. Your own character is the most disturbing thing in the whole thing anyway. I agree. So. I don't know if he's wearing a kilt. It almost yeah. looks like he's wearing like a Sailor Moon outfit with like a, a teddy sure bear an, creepy mask. I'm pretty sure it's an anime schoolgirl outfit with a mm. bunny mask. Yeah. Anime school girl outfit with a bunny mask. I think so too. Yeah, I think you're right. He looks definitely, like, definitely not one. He looks like what's the name in Tropic Thunder when he puts on the p- dead panda hat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Tug Speedman. Yeah. Tug Speedman. Yeah. I killed oh. the thing I love most in the world. A hooker? No. A panda. <laughs> a panda. <laughs> there <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> All right, speaking of, uh, <laughs> that was on the radar, everybody. Uh, let's get to games that we did play this this week. Uh, would I see multiple people played High on Life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad that somebody spent, or maybe, I don't know. Same. Got I, I Six, wanted to play it. Like I just got to hear bucks? about it before oh, it's I on do. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass? Yeah. It's on Game yeah. Pass? Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was just, I was Shit. in Game Pass. So I was like, I, I realized it was just there, and I didn't realize it had come out or that it was on Game Pass. So of course Shit. I installed it. It's like fifty gigs, but yeah, I went ahead and installed that, and um, f- I was 
really surprised at how poorly my computer handled this game. So they start you out in this really funny way. Of course, the humor in this game is just off the charts. Um, they start you out where you're playing this old school computer game, you know, like Duke Nukem type game called Buck Thunder 2. And of course, Justin Roiland's narrating it and he's and you're doing the stupid tutorial where they teach you to jump and crouch like they do in every game. But of course, they're making fun of that. Um, they even play a little trick on you where he says, okay, now you're going to, you're going to do a jub- double jump here. And then you go to do a double jump and it doesn't work. And he's like, oh, I guess you don't have a double jump. I guess you just have to crouch underneath. <laughs> not, I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Um, but, uh, my computer was really chugging at that point. And I was wow. like, dude, this is like really bad graphics. I don't understand why it's like, it, like intentionally bad graphics at, at this point in the game. I don't know why my computer's having a tough time. So I turned all my settings down and it was better. Uh, and then that's like the intro. And then it, it zooms out and you realize you, the character that you actually play was playing that video game. So it zooms out from a computer screen and like, you're this girl in a room playing computer games, your sister's knocking at the door. And then some alien, an alien cartel shows up. So those are the villains in the game, the G3, the alien cartel. Then they're going to abduct all the humans and turn them into drugs and sell them. And, um, you, uh, go on a mission to, um, bounty hunt them and kill them. So I could definitely tell that this was, uh, this game's intended for VR. It would be a lot more enjoyable. I think in VR, the, the shooting and the action stuff is a little mundane, but you know what? First person shooter isn't these days. Are you sure there's a VR game? I think, I don't think it is. You're conflating it with, uh, Trover saves the universe. Well, all his games have been VR. I just assumed this one was, I don't think so. Uh, No, it's not. Oh, that's weird. It is not VR. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Huh. It is Steam Deck compatible, though. Oh, but no that's VR. That's so strange because it feels like a lot of stuff in this game would really benefit from VR. Like the way that some of the weapons work and the puzzles work and these little characters that fly around. And you've got this HUD that comes up. Justin, but, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I mean, I don't mind it uh, not not being available in VR because you know how I feel about that. But the character, the main protagonist does not talk, but your guns talk. That's the the first thing we all kind of learned about this game, I think, was that the guns talk. And they talk a lot too. Like they do, they, whenever you interact with another character, the gun does the talking. And then also just when you're killing stuff, the gun talks. And it's, of course, really funny and really well written. Um, it's It's pretty good. Well, and it's cool because part of it is that your like main gun that sounds like Morty uh, is trying to save all the other ones because the guns are actually an alien species that have been taken by the cartel as well. And so you're trying to save the different Gatlins or Gatlians or Gatlians, I think is what they're called. <laughs> it's, a, it's already uh, hilarious. And, they're called Gatlians. Yeah, they're called Gatlians and you have to save the various ones and they're so funny. Bobby, I don't know how, how far did you get? Like how many... Uh, like bounties did you complete i'm on the third one. Oh, nice okay i just beat the third one so we're we're pretty okay. close then well they give you, you you beat the first one and then you can pick one of the, uh, the next two but i started with kubris and did that one and now i'm on uh whatever that other guy is what's the time to oh beat i think you're this? gonna like that other guy a lot more the time to beat is about eight hours maybe 10 i think i saw somewhere the completionist would take like 15 hours so it's a short game um at all this is why I, I don't know. I'm surprised. How much is it? 
Oh, it's like $60 on Steam. Definitely play it on Game Pass. I don't know if I would pay $60 for it, but Game Pass, it's in my opinion, is one of the best Game Pass games that's out there for sure, because this is hilarious. I love the fourth wall breaking. That's always, I'm such a sucker for that. I think that that's hilarious. Like, I remember the double jump thing. I was laughing so much because he was just like, oh, yeah, we didn't put a double jump in this game. (laughs) So I just thought it was so funny with a lot of the moments uh, that they had, too. And, yeah, with the talking to the guns, like you were saying, I just, I I love that little addition because each gun has such a personality and does different things. Like, with the knife, I cracked up with it. But I would argue that I'm really happy that it's not in VR because I've had already quite a few moments where I'm just running around stabbing people and it's so chaotic that if i were to do that in vr i'd throw up easily (laughs) would you guys be able to explain it it seems like this game is really contentious i mean just from the critics anyways like ign gave it an 8 out of 10 but pc gamer gave it a 40 out of 100 is there anything that like is going to alienate some people playing it or well like i was saying earlier the the first person shooter aspect is pretty standard like you go through you go on a bounty mission, you portal into a new world. It looks kind of cool. And then you, you travel along a w- little while. You, maybe you talk with somebody, but eventually you just reach these points where just a bunch of aliens come out and it's just point and click, you know, shoot them, kill them all, and then move on to the next one. And then the same thing happens again. Um, I guess you're here for the jokes and the atmosphere, really. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if you, you want to take away the writing, which is done so well, then this game would be really boring. Um, like it's, it suffers a little bit on the game side of it, but it's so, uh, it's so funny that it kind of makes up for it. And I, I'm, I'm a pretty hard sale when it comes to comedy and video games. I was just going to say, dude, <laughs> can, can you record yourself playing this? Cause I, I forgot what, how, what it sounds yeah. like when you laugh. I mean like borderlands, <laughs> like, okay, whatever, you know, I get it. But I don't know. I really do like Rick and Morty and especially lately they've been really, uh, meta and like talking about meta and fourth wall breaking and all of that. And, and this game does a lot of that too. And they make fun of a lot of the things that really annoy me about video games too. Um, you know, like the, the whole tutorial thing, um, with the crouching and the jumping and stuff. And at the beginning too, like the first thing he says, um, is like, it's like, all right, we got to do the tutorial or, or no, he says like, okay, it's the tutorial, but you know, this It's the second game, right? Because it's buck thunder too. So mm. like they, they oh. constantly making fun <laughs> of, you know, it's the sequel, but they're constantly making fun of like all the stupid things about video games. The, the things that the enemies say sometimes too, the enemies feel very generic. Like they just kind of throw a bunch of them at you and you, you slice them up. But sometimes the things they say are, are really funny. Like one of them just offhandedly said, like, I feel like we're the, uh, we're like the little minion guys that they throw out at the beginning for target practice. So like you figure out how to play the game. <laughs> uh, it's just, it really is pretty funny and it kind of helps with the, um, the guns talking like it, it kind of solves a problem in that, that video games have sometimes too. Um, like with the whole, Oh God, I, I can't, I lost what my train of thought on that one. That, that the guns, the talking guns solve a problem, uh, of the whole, I don't know where you were going to go. Yeah, I don't know. Where I was going oh, to go. <laughs> maybe walking around not doing it. 
like fucking back and forth doing quests and you just walk for fucking no there was there's something happens. specific that happened and then the gun said something and i'm like oh that's a really clever way of dealing with that. Oh. like something about video games that's uh, always one of those you know inconsistencies but you kind of overlook it because it's a video game and then but in this with because the gun talks it actually makes sense like maybe the little notes that are always laid around the fucking tape recorders no, God, no. I, it'll come well, to the, so something that like i played that i was going to mention about like kind of i wonder if it's the one that you're talking about because there was a there's a moment where you go into the slums and there's like a child who's just calling you fresh meat and being a total little shithead oh this and is it yes i tried it. to shoot him and yeah. the gun was like no you can't shoot kids yeah, like yeah, the they don't like, let I'm that in video kids. games you're not yeah. able to shoot yeah. children well guess what then you are did you see the achievement that you get when you kill the child <laughs> No, I didn't see that. The achievement you get says Fallout doesn't let you do this. (laughs) Oh, wow. Genius. That is is exactly the point that I was, I I had. Good job, Dave. Nice. There's the part with the kid, but also, you know, just right when you get into the main town, like the hub area, I'm walking around and I always, in any video game, I'm going to try to shoot the friendly NPCs just to see if the game lets me do it. And and right away, the gun's just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to murder innocent civilians, you know? And I was just like, oh, God, that's actually like super clever because some games do like the whole point the gun down thing whenever you aim at a friendly NPC. Some of them will like let you shoot them, but then they don't die or maybe they have like a bark where they're just like, hey, stop that, you know, or something like that. Like all games have a way of doing it, but this like totally solves the problem in a, a very creative way. So cool. I, I, like I love this. I'm going to highly recommend. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's worth it, man. This is why, dude, because I saw, oh, High Life is out. Let me go check Game Pass. And I didn't see it. So it was I don't a know. front page for me. I don't know if right it fucking, there. maybe it took a day. I don't it's, know. It's fuck, like 50 know. gigs. It's a pretty big game. And yeah, I, think it, I think it took a day to get on there. Maybe that's what it was. Well, it said December 13th was the uh, release date. So I don't know. It's been out for a little while. Speaking of a game that we've all played and all want to play still, uh, Dark Tide. Um, Dude, have I, can... you, I heard Bobby played with Emilio till two in the morning, which is unheard of. I couldn't is believe. It seemed like we were fucking, I don't know, in our 20s again. Fucking Bobby and I stayed up till like 1.30 a.m. on a Thursday playing video games. Uh, to, I can't, it's never happened before. That's how rare that is. It's never happened before. <laughs> well, maybe like since the smite days. Since the smite days, yeah, yeah. So, and, and, then, and then it got even worse. I, I was like, uh, Bobby's like, uh, what time is it? I don't want to look. And I said, it's almost one. That was right before our last run. And he goes, fuck it. I was like, whoa, who is this guy? I like Edgy uh, Bobby. The Christmas I'm, I'm spirit is in the Bobby, man. <laughs> no, I started playing the Ogren, and I really liked that character a lot better than the other classes. I, I really enjoyed playing that character. Um, you I know what a, I, oh, go ahead. You know, you know what I did just because you said you love the Ogren so much? I was like, I'm going to make a veteran sharpshooter because... Uh, Diddy is a psyker and Emilio is an acolyte. And then Daze is also a veteran sharpshooter and they're the best class to have multiples of. Um, and, uh, dude, it is a different fucking game when you switch classes, like a completely different game. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is, I was so used to being the Ogren and getting hit by like the exploding guys and taking maybe a bar of damage, like of corruption damage. 
I got hit by like the fucking edge fart of one of those explosion guys as a as a veteran, and I lost two bars of health, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I had it's, to. It's intense. I switched to a veteran with Bobby because I wanted to start at level one with him, and I kept getting myself in trouble because I'm like, with as the zealot, you have to be up in the fray constantly. That, exactly. That's how you stay alive is by fighting, and you know this guy's a little weak piece of shit. And I also had to get real fucking shady about my arm ammo use. I was grabbing all the ammo. For, well, what they don't tell you about the veteran is that each shot takes three damage. I mean, three bullets. Oh, you also get to hold more ammo too, but yeah, he's a yes. bullet hog or she anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, it does, you I was going to ask him completely different. Yeah, totally. I was going to ask Bobby, what did you think of the Ogren as a, a fellow Ogren player? Mine's level 10. So, okay. Well, I leveled up pretty quick. He's level four, almost five, I think. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just always, he reminds me more of the dwarf in, in Vermintide. So I think that's why I like him. He's just like mm-hmm. the, the big melee class. I like his special ability. It's, I, I think he's probably the easiest class to play, honestly, and that's maybe why I like him. But I'm just having a lot of trouble understanding a lot of the um, intricacies of the weapons. So, you know, he's got a club or a knife, but the, the club has like this finesse stat. I have no idea what that means. So I got to look all that stuff up, figure out what it means, and then find out what what path I kind of want to go down because at this point I'm just buying whatever weapon has the highest eye level point value. They call it. I don't know. You'll, uh, you'll start to learn like around like level six when you start getting like really very, like varied weapons that, uh, like depending on what mission you're doing, you're going to need to choose a certain weapon. And even then that might not be the correct weapon. Mm. Um, like the ripper gun, which is like, I think you get at level six is like a fully automatic shotgun, right? Um, and your normal shotgun when you fight bosses sucks butt. Like it takes way too long to reload, and you can't really do damage. Yeah. But the Ripper gun, you're just hosing out damage, and the and the Ogren's not really the damage guy; he's the damage soaker. So yeah, it becomes I, I don't a completely use his, different game. Uh, his guns very often. I'm almost yeah, always it, in melee mode. It uh, you know, did so. What did you make before you made an Ogren? Um, the zealot, right? Yeah, the zealot I spent the most time on. My zealot's like level three or four. Did you by any chance uh, get the melee weapon as a zealot that gets stuck in people? No. Well, doesn't he just have an ability where he throws something out and then it comes back to him? No. So what it, what, it, what I'm talking about is that so the Ogren, every melee weapon of his will go three people. So you can hit like ten people at once with one melee hit. There's a there's a couple of melee weapons for the couple of the other classes that get get like they can only hit one model at a time. Hmm. Uh, so I was wondering by any chance if you ran into that as the zealot. I haven't, and I'm level ten. Uh, it's funny that my favorite melee weapon so far was actually on the sharpshooter. Uh, there's a bayonet on his um, on his fucking rifle. It's awesome. I wish I could get yeah. that on my fucking zealot. It'd be great, but I think it'd be broken if he got that. So, yeah, obviously we like the game. I like the theme of the game. I mean, even like it's, it's a great game. Play it. I didn't talk about any of the lore. That's how good it is. Uh, check it out. It's on game pass. Uh, if you don't have $3 to pay for game pass, I'll send you $3. Okay. Uh, <laughs> check it out. 
Right now is a pretty good time for Game Pass, I think, with the high on life it's and with a lot of the right games now. that are out there. Dark Tide, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a juicy month for Game Pass. Also on Game Pass is Tunic. Um, I played it because it got so many nominations. I, I had I'd been aware of it. People have been playing it, and um, I kind of knew what it was. It's a, it's a Legend of Zelda uh, clone, and you can really see that it was made somebody, you know. You know, there's inspiration and there's like fucking full on or homage, you know? So it's like Legend of Zelda, but it's also brought up to the, you know, the current state of games. So it's got a little bit of Souls-like in it where, you know, you have your camp campfire mechanic where you save at the campfire. You can get as far as you want. Um, but then if you die, you go back to the campfire. Um but if you go out and you kill a few things and you get fucked up, you go back to the campfire, all the monsters spawn again. Very Souls-like. Uh, but it is, you know, the one thing that you hear about this game is, oh, it's fucking hard. And, and it's hard, but it's not Souls-like hard. Um, you start the game with a fucking stick. That's, you, that's, your, that's your weapon. So you got to hit things 9, 10, 11, 12 times to kill them. Jeez. And, and, and it's really hard. Uh, but, you know, within the first 15, 20 minutes, you get your sword and... And then maybe 20 minutes after that, you get your shield. And then you start feeling like Link and, and you start going through the whole motions. Uh, first of all, it's cute as fuck. Um, the graphics are great. It's this isometric view. It kind of reminds me a little bit of For the King. It looks a lot better than For the King, but it has that same like cartoon minimalist um, pastels thing going on. It's great. I mean, it looks awesome. Um, the... Uh, you know, when you have this like cartoon uh, pastel thing going on and nothing's really popping out, when they use particle physics very sparingly, but when they do, it's like, whoa, it looks like magic's on the screen because everything else is this like kind of mundane Static. cartoon. And then after out of nowhere, there's magic in the air and it really looks like magic, which is really cool. Um, I would say another Souls like tip of the hat would be like, you have to be deliberate in your hits. You can't just be fucking spamming. You have to like dodge. And it's a, a lot of, you, you have a combat role, but it's not about like, it's not like um dodge, dodge attack. It's more like find your range, stay outside of the range, get inside, hit them a couple times and get out. The, 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 the damage role or the combat role is more about like, oh, I fucked up. Let me get out of here as soon as possible. So that took me a long time. It's not like Hades at all. Even though you have the exact same moves, it doesn't play like that at all. And that took me some time to get get aware of that. Um, other than Are you that, playing on controller or, or, or uh, keyboard and mouse? Um, controller, yeah. Okay. Um, I had to, I, I hesitated because, um, you know, playing with a PlayStation 5 controller on on game pass can be a headache sometimes but as long as you plug it in it seems fine uh just don't play on bluetooth that's that's my workaround um you know what's funny is that i actually ran into controller problems while playing rounds oh so did um so did john uh, yeah so you, did you have two monitors going yes so it wasn't only that because so i had a, i had a friend over and we were like oh let's play this new game in person because i've only played against you I played against Leslie online now, right before the podcast, and then I also played against another friend. And online, it seems to be fine. Like, there's not like latency or anything like that to really fuck you up. 
Um, but what I will say is that uh, in person, you really can't do two remotes unless they're Xbox remotes, it seems like. Because when we launched and we got everything to work, like the remotes were working fine before we started the game. And as soon as we stopped, I mean, as soon as we like started the game, it would change a bunch of settings for the PlayStation remote and essentially everything would be jumbled. And as soon as you try to reassign the buttons, the game would be like, nah, this remote doesn't work anymore. Nick, have you gone um, into big picture mode and uh, installed, not installed, but um, picked? Calibrated the, your controls? Yeah. Yes. To, to PlayStation mm-hmm. 5, you I, you did it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I did it I did it Bluetooth and I did it uh and I did it corded and it was still a little bit of a problem. Uh that's unfortunate. I have been playing but, a lot more of this. Um Nick and I I know we jumped off a of tunic, but um Nick and I played a few rounds. Uh, how much did we play, Nick? We played at least five rounds, dude. Yeah. We played for like forty five minutes. It, yeah. it's it's that quick. You can play like five minute games essentially. Me and Leslie, I think we played for seven minutes. Um, I didn't know this, but the cards have rarities and there's some cards that you've never seen and they get really busted. And if you choose a more rare card, it gives your opponent more rare cards as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, um yeah, I figured out the rarity thing, but got, so, um, I guess for those who don't know, let me, sorry to yeah, interject. Go ahead. Uh, for those who don't know what rounds is, it's, this, it's, it's a dark souls, Quick time shooter game, Not Dark Souls, roguelike, roguelike. Sorry, uh, uh, shooter game where every time you lose a, a, a game, you get to choose a power up, and it's counterintuitive to keep winning over and over and over again in some ways because your opponent might be going for a build, and if they get it, you'll lose all five games in a row. Yeah, um, it's it's really fun. Uh, there's a lot of different aspects of the game like involving gravity as well um there's different play styles like there's people that like to be really close and not even shoot at all like that's how they win um like reloading takes i think two seconds to do so you shoot like your first three shots and then you have to reload um it's a great game it's fucking three dollars when it's on sale and it's pretty much always on sale everybody Um, should pick this up it's so good when you're sitting around you're like what should we play i don't know you just load up, load this up, and play it while you're trying to figure out what you're going to play because it is it, so fun. What I, what I will say is like it's like the game where if you only have like 15, 20 minutes and you want to spend some time with somebody and just laugh super hard, this is another good game. Yeah, and it's not like a very casual. Like I, I feel like it's difficult, you know. Even though it it's funny, it, it is what you make it. Funny, goofy things are going on, but like there's some skill involved. It's it's not all luck. Yeah, I think I think what another thing is that because obviously what they're doing with the with the roguelike mechanic is that it gives everybody an equal chance to win. Um, I will say it's incredibly harder to plan remote, um, on the controller. I think. So. I never tried controller, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so we we did keyboard and mouse in one controller, and when I played controller, I was like, "This is not fun. <laughs> like, this is there's no icon, and you just you have to look at." your guy's arm and it's zoomed out and your guy's the size of like maybe a P on your screen. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty hard. Um, just to finish up with a uh, tunic, um, I strong recommendation. I think anybody should play it on game pass. I would even pay for this game. Um, 
Uh, I think we're gonna, I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot of unfinished games right now. So I don't, whatever is pulling me towards it, that's what I'll be playing. Cause I got back into a Plague Tale Innocence. Um, wait, no, it's not Innocence. It's Requiem. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a typo. Um, you know, I, I told you guys that like I, it felt exactly like the first game. Um, and the, it's funny because right where I was complaining about it, I got back into it and uh, really started to enjoy it. it. The game made a made a turn. You know, there's still a lot, you know, it's still rats and you're still kids and trying to survive the rats. Even though in a weird way you're the source of the rats, it's really weird. I think I think if it was me, I would just kill my little brother. <laughs> like it's you're fucking <laughs> you're taking out entire continents. Like it's time to little get the little guy goes. I'm sorry. Um but uh yeah, I'm enjoying it. There's some really cool fucking uh, sequences. The uh, you know, I really started fall in love with the music. They decided to go with an, an all string led orchestra music. So it's it's violins, it's cellos, but they're not playing like really nice stuff. It's like horror horror strings is what's going on like like that kind of shit like gothic and yeah it's it's uh oh, it's good cool. they did a really good job on the music and um i think they got nominated for best music as well uh, at the game awards um but yeah i'm having a good time with this i kind of want to finish this now i got high on life on there um tunic is a huge game i got a, i got a lot i got a lot half-life alex is always fucking whispering in my ear um, speaking of big games and things that take a long time to finish, uh, Beanstalker is a VR, almost, it almost seems like an MMO. Um, it's not massively multiplayer, but you know, you, <laughs> you, uh, climb up these beanstalks. That is the world. There's no like flat land. All the adventure happens on this vertical surface. Uh, they're randomly generated. And you get around them with grappling hooks. You get around them with these like almost like ice climbing claws. And it feels so um, real because you're using your arms and you're going up and like, you know, you hear it sink into the fucking the, the beanstalk. And then you hear the fucking like the bad guys. You can hear them skittering behind you or down or up or, you know, it. it's not a like flat normal game it's a 3d space game you know and you're looking in all directions all the time and it's rare well i i didn't play it very much but um it's rare that you're like walking like walking is like not what you do you're either climbing falling uh or or sliding down the thing but the reason i call i say an mmo is because you and your merry band of fucking other people you have a home base and you have like uh, a hearth and a fucking a wall for your trophies and you have a little bar in there and you have uh, a crafting table where you physically craft your items. You know, you go out, you get the materials on your adventures, then you bring them back. So it's a very like you meet at the clubhouse, you decide where you're going to go do and then you go do the thing. And there's like an extraction point you have to get there within a certain amount of time and that gives you like a sense of urgency, I guess, because otherwise it would just be a, a romp through the woods. Um, it doesn't look like much. The graphics are kind of shit. And I, I'm, I'm down for almost all of it. Like uh, I, I was like, oh, this is something like we could get into, play all the time. And then John and I were sick as fuck. Like we were both nauseous as shit. And 
days I, I feel for you now because I, I know what you're talking about now and it is not good. Um, I, I, John seems to think it's because we haven't played VR in a while, but I've never had this issue. Um, so I think that it's the verticality of this game and kind of like scrolling up the side of walls like Spider-Man that, that did it. But uh, who knows? Uh, either way, I returned it because I was like, I, I was so sick that I couldn't, not only could I not play this game any longer, I couldn't play video games anymore. And I just sat in my chair and just fucking like drank water until I felt better again. And then I went to bed. So, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to do a little experiment because I just bought that game. So I'm going <laughs> to play it <laughs> and I'm going to see. Because, I got nothing. Well, no, I mean, like, I, I have a theory, though, that anytime that, like, you have to do walking through climbing, because, like, the gorilla tag game was kind of like that, too. I feel like that motion actually is more prone to making you throw up because you're not normally used to, like, walking with your, your arms right yeah. so like I, it's a weird i feel like it's a weird like mind trick thing but i don't know we'll see i will recommend that like if you take dramamine like 30 minutes before you play you wear shoes and have a fan on you that helps out a lot but uh i don't know we're curious i like this let's do a little experiment i, I got that game and so i'm gonna play it and i'm gonna see uh days you know I, i'm down with your theory except for gorn but gorn you don't really walk that much it's just like a few steps forward a few steps back right and I never I actually feel pretty way. sick playing Gorn. Do you? Gorn okay. works for me. Yeah, it's it's still same thing. If I've got to run around a little bit, then like I'll get I'll feel really nauseous. Okay, that's Gorn, not porn, guys. Do not get your head out of the gutter. All right, and um, I just got back from Avatar too, and um, all I got to say is I really enjoyed it, and you have to see it in IMAX 3D. There is no other. Just don't just don't see it or wait for video if you're not going to do it that way because it it deserves it completely different than the you know just like i said the last time you see the fucking trailers of other movies and then this comes on and you're like what the fuck and then seeing it in mila's it from her point of view because i'm seeing her squirm of view and then like the jump scares are getting her and she's crying at the sad part just like you've seen the world through her. she's never seen an imax film uh definitely not imax 3d and like it, it was it was a huge, huge thing for her. It was great for me too, but I'm just saying, like, she's never experienced anything like that before. Who was it? One of us, or was it me that said that when they got out of this, they heard somebody tell their kid, uh, "This is Star Wars for you guys." I think it was us. I, I said that the first time we watched the first one. I think this is like yeah. Star Wars for the next a new generation. Uh, part three is already in the can. Um, they're just doing the post-production, and I think they're filming four right now. Yeah, I heard that they wanted to have three lined up because they didn't want such a difference as far as the first and second one. Yeah. Uh, story, you know, it's kind of like you got to do the, – the visuals are so crazy, it could carry any story. I would just go see it for the visuals. But the story is like good enough, you know? Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I probably – yeah. I think we're gonna go see it um, once we get a babysitter. It's gonna be in theaters for a minute, so yeah. Oh yeah, this will be a long one. All right, cool. All right, so uh, just a quick reminder, everybody, we've got our game of the year episode coming up in a few weeks here, so you can be a part of that if you go to our Discord 
you can submit an audio clip or write something out and tell us what your favorite game was this year. And it doesn't have to be a game that came out this year. It could just be a game that you discovered this year. Uh, go to dlgaming.net and you can get to our Discord by clicking on the link. And time's a ticking. So you, everyone out there, do it now. Don't don't dawdle. Don't doodle. Just Just do it. Clicking on the link from our website, dlgaming.net. Yep, yep. All right. So we got some listener questions here. I think just a few. Let's take a look. Oh, yeah. All right. First one comes from Exeris. What's your favorite voice lines in Deep Rock Galactic? I really find when we get back, it's sandwich time. And God damn it, there's a pebble in my boot. Really speak to me. I feel like the pebble in the boot. <laughs> that sounds like Bobby's life. <laughs> the pebble in the boot one comes up a lot. I hear that one a lot. There are some voice lines in Deep Rock, Deep Rock Galactic where I don't know what they're what they're saying. I've heard them a, a thousand times at least, and yet I still don't know exactly what they're saying because of their accent. Um, for me, I, I love when they're complaining about the company. Like, because being in construction, like it's, they're talking about shit that we talk about. Like they'll complain about their equipment or whatever. And they'll be like, that's what it's like when you work for this company or whatever it is. I love those ones. Cause I, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel it. My, my, my favorite's the classic rock and stone, rock rock and stone. stone. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like they're working, but I, they dig it. You know, that's like. They're kind of just made for this life, even though they're complaining the whole time. Have you guys seen the uh, the comics that have been being posted on Reddit about about Deep Rock Galactic? Comments, comics, oh, like no. someone no. made comic squares. So one of them is like uh, the guys once they stop working for the company and they can they retire, right? And one of them is the guy he's like weed whacking his lawn, and he's the gunner that holds the minigun. He starts having flashbacks while he's while he's <laughs> weed whacking the lawn. And he and he's like, it, it flashes to him at like a Sears, like trying to buy another weed whacker. He's like, "Do you guys by any chance have one with recoil?" Days, have you played much of this? No, right? I haven't played a ton. Like I, I was into it in the beginning, uh, and the pebble in my shoe one was the one that I liked the most. But <laughs> he already wrote that. But I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've played Deep Rock Galactic. I, uh, I get scared because, yep. <laughs> oh, don't play it single. If you play single player, it turns into a horror game. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Sure does. <laughs> sure does. For Carl. There's, uh, what, what do they have right now? They got the holiday event going on. I got to jump back into that just to get the um, holiday hats this time around. But I mean, uh, you don't have to. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Limited time. <laughs> I legally have to. Got to get in there. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they're they still like adding lots and lots of voice lines with every update. So I feel like when they did the new map where you build the pipes, they had a couple good ones in there. A little, little cheesy, but there's some funny jokes like, I'm Stony Hawk. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Because you, you skate on the, on the pipes to get around on that one. <laughs> so like sometimes when you're doing that, they'll yell that out. And there's another good one in there I can't remember at the moment. But yeah, I, I'm actually going to be playing some deep rock this week. I got a feeling. Uh, next question from nice. Warconius. We've recently seen a lot of movies and TV shows based on game IP get made or planned. Over the past two years, what's the best and what's the worst? Which show or movie are you most looking forward to? 
uh, past two years, man. I was gonna say Street Fighter is like the worst. <laughs> Either that or Mario, but past two years, what video game movies? Monster Hunter like- was fucking god awful. Hmm. I didn't see it. And that came out two years ago. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That got in trouble with China, didn't it? They had to change a line in there. They had to change a bunch of shit in there. It, it was it was made by, for those who don't know, Monster Hunter has a huge following in Asia, and the Chinese government wanted a huge, a bunch of shit changed in the movie, and I guess they didn't change one. So. Um, I'm actually looking really, uh, really looking forward to this new Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm not really big yeah. on like that, that, animation stuff and it's probably for kids but i don't know everything i've seen about it looks looks pretty good i'm looking forward to that as well i think it looks like at least the last clip that i saw where they showed like mario discovering tube travel like i thought was actually pretty funny and so i was like all right this actually could be really good yeah. uh, i don't know though i felt like arcane was really good i think Dude, it, arcane, yeah. as far as things that have come uh, that have come out arcane is probably the slapper of fucking- i agree of video game shows uh, so it, far. Yeah, I said it was the best, n- not just video game show, it was the best show last year. Hands down, for me. By a um, And then this yeah. year was Andor. Uh, I, for me? Um, but it, yeah, Andor is crazy this year. And Andor, it, it's, you can take away Star Wars from Andor and it'll still be a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, what else? Was, oh, all right. Henry Cavill. What are you looking forward to? Henry Cavill yeah. and uh, what, right? He's doing the Warhammer 40K show? Or he's pitching one, I guess. No, so it's already been bought. It's in the works already. Um, so what has happened is that apparently they're looking for a younger Superman, so they just nixed Cavill, even though he made an announcement in October about being Superman. Um, so, yeah, they axed him, and everyone knows that he's been already uh, replaced on The Witcher by... Uh, the hem, the other Hemsworth brother, not Chris, but the other one. Liam. Um, and so he's like, you know what? I want to start my own production company with Blackjack and Warhammer. Um, and so he pitched a show already to to Amazon, and they already signed up to to produce it and everything. They have so much um, goddamn money. The only, not only that, not only he's going to be in it apparently, but he's also the executive producer of it. Um, as a Warhammer fan, I, I probably couldn't think of a better celebrity to head it. Um, I think he's going to like games workshop is going to throw everything they have into it in the sense of like, we finally have an actor that everybody knows. He's probably going to play the main character, which is most likely going to be Eisenhorn, which is like a mystery show. Um, and it's going to be really well paid for, um, People are already, like I said, coming up with rumors of what the show is going to be about. Uh, we, we don't expect it to see it until 2024, 2025. Um, there's definitely going to be a shit ton of CG. Uh, I, yeah, I can't really say more about it, but I, I as a Warhammer fan, I, I couldn't think of anybody else better to do it. The guy, just to show you how nerdy this guy is, right? He almost lost the Superman role for rating and wow. Um, he was on a call, uh, he was raiding and he had like a, he was on the last boss and it's a pretty long boss, whatever radio was in. And he got a call to play Superman and he ignored the call and he, they almost offered it to someone else the same day. So, uh, dude, dude's a huge, nerd. Hmm. doesn't look like one. 
He took all the bad looks from like whatever all the other nerds are fucking missing in looks. He one guy got all the looks. He's I'm thoroughly I'm <laughs> I'm thoroughly convinced that this guy like works with the actual chaos gods and <laughs> he's like he's that handsome. Like he's he's yeah. too good looking to even play. He's about to be forty. He's too good looking to play uh, Superman. Like you're looking in Superman, you're like, it's not the powers that are like unbelievable. <laughs> Beauty like, is not a power. I, I get that he can fly, right? But he, you can't look that good. Yeah. Clark Kent's supposed to be a fucking dweeb. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why he has glasses. Yeah. Masks, <laughs> all the power and good looks. 1960s dweeb glasses. Yeah. All right. But uh, um, sorry for that long monologue. Last question from Morconius. Ubisoft, Microsoft, and EA have all come back to Steam after their own digital stores have been lackluster. Steam continues to rule the roost. If you had to do a SWOT analysis of Steam, what would you come up with? You can limit your answer to threat if there isn't enough time. What does SWOT mean? I don't know. So oh, SWOT SWAT? means uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I know. Okay. Well, their strengths is definitely all the bells and whistles you get with their system, right? That are already and built And their in. UI, yep. Yeah. I would say how flushed out it is. Yeah. And I love how uh, it's they deal with customer service uh, and just like general things. Through just systems. They have systems in place. You want to return something? You don't, no human has to come into. You just fucking click the thing. The computer does its fucking beep boop beeps. And then it goes like, here's your money. And at no point did you have to wait for somebody to go read your fucking analysis on whether or not. No, no. If you meet the criteria, you get your refund. You know what I mean? And that's how they run their whole company. Like tons and tons of things are just happening automatically. So. Uh, well, they yeah. they have a huge advantage in that they've been around longer than all the other ones, a yeah. lot longer. They they pretty much invented the digital marketplace for video games. Weakness, which I, is and crazy to even think about. I'm not sure if this is a weakness, but I feel like they could benefit. Uh, well, I guess this would be under the opportunities. The fucking whole, um, uh, you know, fucking you pay a monthly fee. Like a streaming service, what do you? What are like you a subscription this? model? Yeah, the subscription model. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but and uh, I, and I would agree, and I'd almost feel like that's their threat, right? Is Game Pass and the subscription model? Yeah, I, yeah. I think Microsoft really just needs to clean up the way that they pitch that. They had these commercials they were running. Oh God, I don't know. Six months ago, I I, I can't remember where I saw them. I think I saw them on TV during like a big event, like some sports event or something. They were trying to get like all eyes on this, but. And they had some celebrity in the commercial. And the whole thing was, uh, it's not Xbox Game Pass, it's PC Game Pass or how they were just calling it. They were rebranding, mm. basically, calling it something else. Yeah. And it still didn't make any goddamn sense. I was yeah. playing with my HOTS friends, and they're they're trying to talk me into playing Grounded. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know, I guess. you know, I, I got Game Pass. And they're like, hey, Game Pass? Like they, They're like, oh no, we're playing on PC. I'm like, yeah, dude, Game Pass on PC. Whoa, recently? Yeah, recently. And wow. I'm like, dude, this is the problem. Nobody knows about They're it. the problem, dude. <laughs> yeah. And it's pro- 
Do they know you have a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, they, chill, <laughs> they just don't like Bobby enough to watch it. <laughs> well, they're not listening. They might be watching right now. I don't know. But no, I explained to them what it was, and they were having a hard time wrapping oh, their heads around I'm like, no, it's on PC. You get like the first month for a dollar. Go to this website. You get all these games for free. I mean, not for free, but like included in the subscription. Yeah. Grounded is on there. You don't have to buy it on Steam. Uh, but that's the problem, dude. Nobody knows about game pass on pc like not enough people yeah. they're not hitting their numbers with that and i think i got hey, six maybe we people can help them out with this christian can you uh send them a little tweet and be like we'll represent them <laughs> we'll let we'll let the people know no, that we need a little company the what, they, what they need the is something honestly they they just need to like first of all redo their ui just copy oh, steam dude. make it look like that there you go. Problem solved. And then they just need to like clean up the way that they're marketing this. It's just like, uh, I don't know what they need to do, but they need to make it simpler because it's not, I don't know. It's not easy to understand. And like, not a lot of people know about this. And a lot of people think that it's, they just need to say like, look, dude, here's the name of the thing. And here's what you get. Here's all the things. And they just need to like promote that because people still think that it's only available on the Xbox and they, they aren't, they don't know what all is included in it. That's, but you yeah. think the name Xbox Game Pass for PC is confusing? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because they want you yeah. to download the Xbox app on PC. Yeah, it's yeah. so uh, strange. I, but, Bobby, I'm going to send that monologue to that. I'll just, like, maybe make you a resume, send that monologue as the cover letter. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get you up there making those okay. changes. Dude, right. you're on You game. tell Phil Spencer. I'm <laughs> I'm on Game Pass and I'm like just scrolling sometimes. I don't do it often, but I'll be like, I wonder what this game is. And you click it and there's like four still pictures of and like two sentences about what it is. And I'm like, I've got no idea what this is. Let me go to Steam and get some inf- goddamn information. Yeah. What What is wrong with them? <laughs> it's, mess, dude. it's worse than the Epic Game Store. At, at the very least, dude, put it in the control of the game game developer they want to make money too they get money for every download let them handle their own page on uh on game pass you know don't do it yourself i think that's obviously there's some guy named chuck that does every one and he's tired of it it's <laughs> fucking they, terrible they're like two sentences on each game with four pictures that look came from the back of a box box uh, video game box it's I hate it. Brad's writing every fucking summary for every game. Yeah. Hates his life. It's a mess, but Slacking it still is the best deal out there. I mean, it is can't the best deal it. out there. I, yeah. I, I've been singing their laurels for, since it started, man. And like I said, right now, it's awesome because High on Life and Warhammer Darktide are phenomenal games that are on Game Pass right yeah. now that would be full price games on Steam that you pay, what, three bucks for the month to game. play? Like, and new releases, yeah, too. That's the thing. Games. Like they get these new releases yeah. that are right on Game Pass the day they come out. That's insane. A Plague Tale. Um, what else is on the Grounded. I mean, there's a Psychonauts, a Chivalry, a bunch of other shit. Halo. Yeah. I think all the there, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many games on there. I think it's 438 games that are on there now. Yeah. They um, cycle in and out, but it doesn't matter. Even if you play it for a while and then you decide to have to buy it on Steam. Okay. Like, you liked it. Like, you just had a long, super long demo. Fucking. By the time you play it on Steam, it'll probably be sale on there. Yeah. Shit. Yep. Absolutely. Facts. All right, what's everybody playing next week? Uh, high on life. All right. 
Uh, I will be out of town and away from gaming, so probably just my Switch, probably, and that'll be very minimal. On oh, that's Texas. true. Yeah, me too. I'm going to be gone uh, from Thursday on. So maybe some game. i got to get some stuff on my... Uh, I've been playing you so much play fucking the, Soulstone the Zelda Survivors. game on your, on your Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm going to play um, that zombie game on there. The fuck is that called? Zelda. No. The, oh the, yeah, Tunic. That's a good one. Oh, but I'm playing that tunic. on Game Pass and I still don't have Game Pass on my Steam Deck. It can be it's done. Just I just don't have Yeah, it's an add on. I see it all the time in the in a couple separates. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be playing Deep Rock Galactic and I don't know, something else. Something else. I'm gonna finish high on life, and then I've got a few uh, little things that, like, yeah, what I put on my radar to test out and try. Like, uh, I don't know, the last one that I was just talking about, <laughs> the one where if you die, everything changes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anglerfish. Yes, anglerfish. That's the one I was thinking about. I was like, ah, I know I was named after an animal, but <laughs> yeah, I want to try those. Uh, Days, right. are you just like in full like vacation mode right now? Just totally. You have no responsibilities day to day? Kinda. I'm like trying to do my rounds and see every single person, like friend and family. Mm. And so it's kind of busy. Like I drove five hours around today, like around Michigan, seeing different family members. And so like on one hand, yes, like all day tomorrow I'm going to game, but then I'm driving to Wisconsin the next day. So like, I don't know, it's it's hit and miss. Some days it's like I got nothing but video games. And then another few days it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Are you driving in the snow right now? Yeah. Uh. Yep. Sure am. Yep. <laughs> I was driving. I was just saying earlier that I felt like I was driving in Gran Turismo or like Forza or something because uh, I hit a patch of huge winter wonderland in this one like back road area, and as I'm like turning, the car is just sliding on ice, and I'm just like, all right, well. Here we are. <laughs> so, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> a little bit. The trick is like not to lay on the gas so much, and like you kind of want to feather the brakes a little bit, but you want to only make small, minor adjustments because if you turn your wheel too quickly, you will fuck up, and that, and then you're gonna yeet yourself right into a ditch. <laughs> you just saved someone's life. You just saved one of our listeners' yeah. lives. You know. Uh, I also would recommend having kitty litter in your car because if your <laughs> car's traction can't catch on the ice, you can put some kitty litter on it, and it'll help it move forward so the cheaper the better by the way and always have that emergency kit emergency blankets and emergency fire starter in the back i feel like i'm listening you never know when you just get road flares she's a survival expert man well that's why i had to come back to michigan dude i spent too much time in a state that didn't know how to use their windshield wipers i was i was getting (laughs) soft in your pussy ass state Absolutely. <laughs> I had to fight off a bear with a ketchup packet from Burger King and napkins missed, from Taco Bell. Yeah, it missed it, and everybody's like, oh, it's too rainy. I can't drive. <laughs> so. Dude, right now in Georgia, it's so cold, and like it's it's the shopping season. Everybody's getting in accidents around like every fucking store. I'm just like, I just want to go sell some more hammer models. I don't yeah. Wanna, I just, What's I don't awesome? killed. What's also kind of crazy, too, is sometimes when the snow is, like, compact and thick enough, if it's, like, the kind of snow that would be perfect to throw snowballs and build an igloo and, like, it's that compact, sometimes it can get in between your tire, right? And so then you almost don't have traction anymore because the snow is now stuck in between the ridges, so, like... 
you're just, you know, spinning wheels and shit. And so it's a whole nother, it's expert mode for sure in driving. <laughs> well, I'll throw in some video game logic for it. Uh, Recycled says, learn from SnowRunner. If you have a wench and drive near trees, you're golden. Uh, winch, he means. If you have a winch. Nah, get yourself a wench. You need a beer wench. wench. The wench. Yeah. This is my wench, Olga. She lifts my car out of the fucking snow. The wench. And is she w- gives me a beer for the hard work we just did. <laughs> it was all her. All right, guys. Uh, so speaking for Nick, Christian, uh, Amanda, and Bobby, uh, snowy titties. It's a winter wonderland, people. Bye bye. Snow tits. Snow tits. Frosty. I'm going to need to make a snow woman with big tits. There you go. Absolute genius. No one's ever done it in the history of mankind.